Welcome to Mystery Outsiders and Abs. I'm Kevin Weir. I'm Aaron Weir, and this is a teen drama finale. Yes. Cast. The cast. The the final episode of Shadow Hunters. The the hour long finale that they were given to wrap everything up along with the last episode is is done, and we have watched it. And they certainly did a finale. They did a. They it's, hit all of the beats that are in a finale. I'd say it's hard. It's hard. They they we we from we've already I think really figured out that they clearly weren't given that much time mm-hmm. to be like, hey, you're done. And at least they were given the chance to be like, you have two more episodes to wrap this up. You get to you get be, to give your character a send off because a lot of a lot of times a lot of times that doesn't happen. They're just like, oh yeah, we're never coming back. Like you're you're done. It never happened. Like it, season two, you're done. There's not, not nothing else is going on. So they do have the wrap up, and it's hard to do. And they, I, I'll give them this. They definitely tried really hard. They did this, try really this hard. This does not feel lazy. This feels like they had a lot to do yeah um so what i will say is i've sat with this episode a lot yeah because they do go hard yeah like they are committed to making this a finale and they appear to be committed to wrapping up a storyline that they didn't get to really set up at all but they got to do the things they wanted to do it it does sound like they tried to uh do another quick throwback to the original series um but i feel like the way that this episode is crafted has proven to me that this writer's room appears to, through yeah. its actions, this is me putting my opinions and thoughts on yeah, this we, writer's room. Yeah, I don't we don't know, know. We don't know them. They appear to have great disdain for their source material. <laughs> Interesting. That is what I take from this. Interesting. That they are like, you know what, Cassandra Clare? No. <laughs> I mean, there are certain things in this in the source material. I feel like. You should have, you should said have no um, disdain for. But I feel like they said yes to those things. Well, enthusiastically, wholeheartedly opening their hearts to incest. Well, I'd be very, I mean, uh, I think the problem is that with, with how ingrained <laughs> that true. is into the series. You can't avoid it. That's the thing. Like, they, it, it feel it, like we, we talked about this when we did the, um when they did the feature film uh of it. It's unfortunately so ingrained in the series. And why did she do it twice? <laughs> why did she do it twice? That is the question. That that look, when at the end of all this, the question really comes down to why did you do it twice? Why we, why we twice? Forgive once. Like well like well, like once you can be like, oh, you did like a weird edgy thing. thing. But um now twice we just is, think you like it. Yeah, twice is a Twice is a thing. I mean, once you could argue was a remnant of when it was a fan no, fiction. but it was, but that was Draco and. So, from what I understand, I don't get she kind of like fiction. smashed together two fan fictions that she wrote. Okay, yeah. I mean, we, we yeah, I mean, and we then made it into a, a story that really bears very little resemblance to Harry Potter. Well, in another story that bears very little resemblance to Harry Potter, <laughs> this is Shadow Hunters season three, episode twenty-two. All good. Things. All good things. Okay, so I went back. Um, mm-hmm. Remember how at the end of last episode we were confused because they s- seem to imp- say that we're not going to go fight Lilith. 
Now, this episode begins with, with them going to go fight Lilith. Yep, I just had, the three of them. I had to go back. So, here's what happened at the end of the cliffhanger for this episode. Okay. Because there's no there's no last time on in this. I know. This, this, this and the episode before it are one episode. I wonder if they aired the same night. I didn't I look it up. Yeah. Uh, so, here's what happened. Izzy said, when they're looking at Lilith's castle, mm-hmm. we're taking the fight to Lilith. Yep. And then Jace grabs her arm and says, Izzy, you can't use your Lil- your heavenly fire against Lilith. It'll kill you. Then Meliorn says, listen to your brother. And I guess I just took that as we shouldn't fight her because you'll die with your heavenly fire. But I no. guess that was what them saying was silently agreeing. Yes, Izzy, you are correct. But never, but at no point do any of them like even give an affirmative like look of like, yes, we should go kill Lilith. Izzy says that and Jace's response is, if you use your heavenly fire, you should die. Which they all just take as, oh, that's a yes though. So I, no, <laughs> I think as they walk to that castle, they come up with an alternative plan. Because oh, yeah. they seem to think that Miliorn can leap from a wall oh, and yeah, kill okay. Lilith. Yeah. So um, a bunch of demons uh, are flying in to make Il- Lilith, let's just say, extra demon. Yeah. She, like, absorbs them. Yeah. And then she's all black and slimy and yeah. oily like Jonathan was sometimes. Yeah. She she kind of – she does look like she got gooed. Uh, she got she got gooed. She, she, is, uh, she is a shadow. Is it uh, a it different seems. actress? I don't know. Her voice sounds different. I think it's a different actress. But, uh, that, you know and that's what? why she's gooey. Here's the thing. That's uh, absolutely potentially possible. There's definitely, there's a few moment, uh, at least one of the moments in this, where I will explain something that, once and they are given two extra episodes, and I think they had a kind of rush in time. And I'll, yeah. I'll talk when we get there. Um, so this could be a different actress. Honestly, it could be. Um, uh, pretty quickly, she will become a flying wraith demon. But before that happens... Um, Izzy and Jace are kind of like there's some vague, they're fronting on her. There's yeah, there's threats being thrown around. Jace is like, oh, "I'll stab you," and Izzy does light her hands up for a second. Um, but then Lil's like, "Ah, oh, your swords mean nothing." Like, well, <laughs> who says we needed blades? And then Meliorn screams <laughs> and jumps off a high because they have no roofs. Just jumps in from the roof and then immediately gets cut with Lilith's wing. Okay, because he is trying to cut her with a blade. I think. Well, no, Aaron. He has a spear. Oh well, that's not a blade. No, because they're not gonna cut. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> it's not a good set up. Like we don't need blades. We have a different blade. We have a flying sealy. <laughs> Uh, anyway, no, she cuts him and then just heads off. And then as she heads off so quickly, she literally flies out. In comes everyone else. Oh, yeah. So for like 30 seconds, you're like, oh, my God, Milliard might die. Yeah. No, he's not going to. There's two warlocks right there who are going to heal him immediately. Yeah. Um, anyway, Lilith, uh, Lilith flies off. Everyone arrives. And when man, it's a good thing. They just portal into Lilith's. Like castle, yeah, just into being her like, house. oh, probably that's where the others are. Like, I mean, it could have just been just Lilith there, but they get there, and then Lilith immediately turns around and to comes back. Come back at them. The warlock boys, that being Lorenzo and Magnus, and not together. Yeah, they blend their powers for a fun fire magic fireball. Uh, Alec, Alec shoots, shoots some arrow. arrows. I kind of hope that Alec would do a bit of warlock magic. They forgot. I don't know. 
I think, I mean, no, I mean, they didn't Jace, for, they Jace didn't does forget. tell the truth at one point. Yeah, so they yeah. don't forget who has what powers. Yeah, I think they just didn't care. Um, then uh, Izzy just blows Lilith up. Like, does his heavenly fire and then immediately lights on fire. Uh, if it seems like, it seems like we're speeding through this, that's because what they do. Yeah. Uh, then Clary's like, well, I have a plan. Let's just link everyone together and share the fire. Hey, remember in the first season when we all hold, held hands and stood in a circle and then Alec wrecked it by shouting the demon deceived me? Yeah, but that was more... Let's do that again. Yeah, but that one was like because the ritual required them to hold hands and like to make a bond. This was more like sharing electrical Yeah, but I do, I do think they were trying to do a bit of a throwback because a couple times in this episode they like try to throw back to season one. Once they he, don't succeed you know, because none of these people worked on season one. Well, yeah, and once again, the... The idea of success and attempt are miles apart in this episode. They truly are. Uh, but yeah, she links everyone together and it's uh, so they can share the fire and they launch the heavenly fire into the sky, which will, because I guess they got to do something. I felt like this was entirely unnecessary. <laughs> it will destroy Edom. Just destroy the entire that entire realm of hell. So I feel like you could have achieved the same goal by being like, hey, there's no greater demon. Like, there's no prince of hell here to hold this um, realm together. I mean, I, I think... Because Asmodeus and Lilith are both gone. Yeah, there will always be another demon who will come up and, like, take it. I, I think what they um, could have done, because they have to end it. They don't want to, like, set up too much other stuff. Yeah, but if there's no one there to hold it together, then it dissolves. That 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 feels like would require a lot more explanation into the internal power structures of hell, which is already very fluid. Um, okay. in the sense that they only really destroy, like they only really talk about Edom. I I was saying that what they could have just had this do is just cauterize this tear in the sky. Because what they want to do is they want a reason that Magnus doesn't have to stay. Yeah, it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't matter that Edom is destroyed. So they could just have. Mag like be like oh it cauterized the wound Magnus you can come anyways it's so funny that they decided um and also Edom's gone <laughs> like, I'm, okay, I am I am wondering cool. if this is somehow in one of the books which is why my head was like if there's not a greater demon hold it together it dissolves I mean because I I, I do think the realms like belong to certain princes of hell. I mean, yeah, I, so I absolutely I think that makes sense. I think I maybe. Jace does but say. But you know what? Maybe I just made it up. I mean, Jace says at some point that um, there are other hell realms. Yeah, I like, like the the thing is that whatever the case is, it was a it's a funny choice to decide we're just going to destroy the entirety of Edom, and it just does once again show that this if wait if glorious. Like a little, a tiny bit of glorious that was inside Izzy. Like this mm. is still a shard of a shard of a shard at this point. Yeah, could just completely destroy a realm of hell. That feels like a better use of glorious than that weird force downworlder cure. Okay, but the writers of this show don't know how to scale magical objects. Well, no, the the, the problem is, as we will learn in this episode, the angels. Suck. The like, angels do suck. The, the, like that. The, it seems like the angels at any moment could just win this war that's going on. Just decide to win it, and they don't because they're bored. They're not bored. It doesn't. It there's, they're boning. There's no good answer as to why the angels do have, anything. Why why they constantly have like the highest. They have. Things that can control demons. They have things that can just... So many ways to just destroy demons outright. And I'm not talking about downworlders. I'm talking about they just destroyed a realm yeah. of hell. Yeah. 
yeah it's it's so funny uh all right so this after they they head off we get a nice thing of all the couples sleeping in Including Izzy and Simon, because they're a couple now. This scene was actually really, really weird. Yeah. Because it was, um, there were a ton of establishing shots of New York City. Yes. And it all takes place during the daytime. Yeah. And this is something like, obviously it's deliberate because this show all takes place at nighttime. Yeah. But it was like weird and jarring. And I also don't feel like it served much purpose I get it. Like, theoretically, the purpose is like, oh, no, everything's good now. Although Clary will say at one point, man, I wish Jonathan wasn't still running around. Yeah, the the they just they they took this moment because, oh, it's worth mentioning. This was where, like, the credits happened, essentially. Like, that was all pre. Yeah, everything happened in, like, the first five Um, minutes of the episode. You know, it's they because they're trying to speed run things. They had to go back to like they had to do that. Like, hey, everything's fine now. We've legitimately stepped out into the light something that becomes a song at the end of this episode sure does. so it's a the- so i'm taking that as a theme i just feel like it was um, clumsily done oh i mean yes yes absolutely uh but they uh they're all sleeping in you know uh including izzy and simon who for this episode we will just decide have been together for a long time a long time well, i mean you gotta make it cemented that they are <laughs> Endgame, they have a conversation where they both decide to just be better at relationships. And like... Which I guess solves their problem. One time like, all of my relationships have just evolved spectacularly. And I was like, I feel like you actually had like pretty reasonable chill breakups with both Clary and Maya. Where I mean, you like talked like adults. Maya was quite chill, honestly. Um, not when she was for a while was very much like, you're too obsessed with Clary. Um, the Clary one... Didn't they just realize that they worked better as friends? Oh, man, I It was honest, a long time ago. I honestly can't remember. I know it wasn't... Like, we didn't really like it. You know, we didn't like them together, though. <laughs> I mean, we did, but anyway. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't really matter, because what is more important in this whole sequence is that Magnus has decided that death is always around the corner, so they should probably just get married tonight. I mean, that's fair enough. Which honestly. is totally fair. I mean, the, he he very succinctly and quickly raises good points. Like, we, we don't have to plan a whole lot because I'm a magic man who can just magic things. Uh, we don't really have to worry about saying long invites because what are people, what else are people doing? It's like, tonight. Like, like, honestly, what else are people doing? Uh, and then the best thing happens where the show decides to justify the fact that they only have a couple sets. Oh, yes. And, like, I get it. Economy of... Well... They're, they're going to have to sort of travel the world in this episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Which is very funny when they get there. Yeah. But, so, Magnus is like, we'll get married in the Taj Mahal. We'll get married on Machu, Machu Picchu. We'll get married, like, at Atlantis. Yeah. And Alex says, no. We're going to get married at the Institute because that will force the Clave to accept our marriage. And what a statement that will make. What are you saying that the Clave has to celebrate our kind of relationship and accept us for our kind of relationship? Because remember the the Shadow Worlder down the Shadow Shadow World Downworlder thing is kind of a analogy for queer relationships, but maybe also. It feels so much more of an analogy for queer relationships than it does necessarily for, like, interracial relationships. And, like, it also hasn't been an analogy (laughs) since, like, season one. Well, But it's like they remembered. I mean, no, the the, the problem is that they do it very, like, every so often they just – it's like once every 
six episodes they remember that it's an analogy for that so they use it but then the rest of the time because it's not used as that analogy it gets real messy like it gets real messy and you know i so this is like kind of skipping around but i think it's a valid point this episode made me realize how bad this show is at sustaining themes and relationships because yeah. jason and clary are very important in this episode yeah and as i was watching i was like we haven't really had anything about Jason Clary like basically basic honestly all season I mean the, because she was mind controlled I mean yeah I mean the pro- the thing is that lately what we had is first we had Jace mind controlled then we had Clary kidnapped then we had Clary we we the mind most controlled. the most time we got was when Clary and Jace uh like well she had the mark on but wasn't when he had to stay near her so she wouldn't be mind yeah, controlled. Yeah, like uh, I, the thing is, is that once I don't mind, I I don't I don't mind it entirely. Just because once you hit the point where your your couple, like your main couple, yeah. is together, throwing out a whole bunch of stuff can just become repetitive. Yes. Um. So the. So I don't know. I yeah. I, yeah, yeah what, no, what, I, what do you what do you mean? What do you well, mean so by I you don't hear, feel they focused on it? Or, so I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But this episode tried to tell me the entire show was about Jason Clary. Yeah. Whereas the show, honestly, I feel like has not been about Jason Clary since like halfway through season two. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I feel like it's always Jason Clary. Well, there's. Jace, Jace gets kidnapped okay. for the owl. How does so, how does that affect Clary? Um, if I may, yeah. um, it's always. Maybe I feel like it's not, like, embedded enough into the actions, and it's so much about them telling us about it. I just, like, I I didn't really care about their relationship, whereas somehow hmm. with Magnus and Alec, because it's always a subtle thread through everything and we get to see them interact so much more, when this show, when this episode, like this finale episode, yeah. is about their wedding. Yeah. That made sense to me because I was like, yeah, they're the main characters of the show and their relationship is the key relationship of the show, despite what you guys tell me about Jason Clary's like meant to be nature. And I don't. Oh, interesting. I think we can like dive into this deeper when we do like the debrief of the entire series. Yeah. And I think I'm going to have to watch like a couple of episodes here and there to try to decipher why I felt that way. Yeah, absolutely. But, but watching, I really was like, oh, yeah, it's not about you two, even though you're telling me. Like, when they get their fire message that invites them to the wedding, yeah. um, Clary's like, oh, they're such a perfect couple. And Jace is like, I can think of a more perfect couple, you and me. And I was like, okay, what? Gross. No. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because I 100% disagree. Uh, all right. So they're, yeah. So they, yeah, they, they're going to do it and they send the message out to everybody. That's essentially, we get a whole bunch of everyone getting messages. Uh, now, a relationship that is not perfect <laughs> is uh so the Sealy queen and jonathan had forest sex okay so this is a nod to book readers because in the books yeah. the Sealy queen and jonathan do have a child together yeah. and their child ash is going to be one of the big bads in like one of the upcoming series i so that is a hundred percent i even just thought that like um i'm like okay maybe that's also part of her plan her her plan okay so in this Scene. In this scene, um, number one, Jonathan has real weird kid energy. After they have sex, and he's like, "You, 
It was a temporary pleasure. But he's like, you offer me pleasure, but no comfort. And I'm like, ugh. And she's like, dude, I kept you alive and taught you how to use your powers. What are you talking about? Now, um, I think Jonathan does raise a good point for, like, what probably she's doing right now. Right at this very second. Mm. He's like, um, like, oh, well, you want to be on my side, so I wouldn't kill you. And I'm like, yeah, it's probably fair. Um. But that's only true since he got his like brain unlocked. That's not doesn't explain anything else. Yeah, anything she because if she essentially like saw that, like realized he got his brain unlocked, like ooh, he is going to be like he's the guy that's going to rule the world. It's probably best for me to just like be at his side rather mm-hmm. than in his way. And she like did that. So that only really explains what she was doing like the last five ep- like. Three episodes, okay, maybe. Since she unlocked his brain and went, whoops, she, well, I opened Pandora's she box. She didn't unlock his brain. Clary unlocked his brain. Yeah, but she could have let him die under a tree. I don't think he was going to die. No? No. I think she brought him to the Sealy place so she could be there when he does his whole rebirth thing. Because mm. all because all the goo on him is very demon-coded, not Sealy-coded. Right. So she essentially, like, kept him there for like kept him safe while he cocooned. I did quotes around that. He did. And then gave him some um shadow hunters to kill. Uh so he would stop killing trees. <laughs> um is she seemed like someone who essentially was like, I can probably control this person, uh, but she couldn't because he just decides I'm going to kill you now. And then she tries to transform into her child p- and she, body and, and so she, she but he kills her anyways. And like that's okay. Okay. That's interesting. I, I like how I like how they they kind of always said it was like, oh man, now Jonathan's real evil. I'm like, that would only work if earlier you set up that he wouldn't kill a child. I would believe he would. I when he he didn't not kill Max because he didn't want to. He just didn't hit him hard enough. Yeah. If he, if he had another chance, he would have killed Max. Yeah, as you should. As you should. So <laughs> the. <laughs> So it like this scene of where it's supposed to because he's like I'll oh, have mercy and she's like humans have mercy on this I'm like but he's not doing anything that I don't believe Jonathan has already done this doesn't feel like now he's gone too far right this and feels it, like in line and I mean I guess you have to kill the Sealy Queen because your show's ending yeah and like you know she's just gonna keep making a chaos <laughs> I mean no I I just I like I don't I. I don't, I don't know the scene. I don't understand the scene. I don't understand. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. And I'll be honest, I didn't really like seeing the Sealy Queen beg. <laughs> I would have liked to see the Sealy Queen, like, think that she has the power the entire time until she gets dead. I mean, yeah, that would have been nice. Um, I I like, I mean, like, you know, in the way people say they don't like, that essentially, in this scene, she's essentially trying to do the, oh, how to say this? She's trying to keep her abusive husband happy by trying to have a child with yeah. him. Like, there's, it's so subtly coded to, like, she's in, like, this is her abusive husband who, like, c- controls yeah. all she, their money. She's attracted to Jonathan and his power, but with his power comes danger. And I'm like, and I'm like why no. is this coming, why is this happening now? Well, and, like, I prefer a Sealy Queen who thinks, I don't, I've never understood her plans. Yeah. We, this is known. 
But like keep her thinking she has the power and she's and, wheeling and dealing and having her plans. And it's a very close line because they could have done this scene where she's doing all these things, but she's doing them from the front of, oh, this is a new weird thing in the world. He's de- he's, go- he's the new devil. She yeah. she believes he is the new Satan. So she So going from the idea of like, okay, it's better to be on his good side than his bad side. But it does just come off with that bad. Um, now I, we get a whole, which is, let's just run through a bunch of like personal stuff that yeah, happens. So wrapping up storylines. Yeah. Alec is moving out. Yeah, duh. <laughs> he has a moving out talk with Jace, like a roommate moving and out. Jace is very upset, but then he's like, I, I can man up. I, I, I can deal with you living in a different building. I, I, I thought it was so funny until I saw Jace's reaction. I'm like, oh, Alec, like, 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 why is Alec doing this? I'm like, oh, you know what? Alec was right to do this because Jace is a sensitive boy. When Alec is like, Jace, I'll still always love you. And then he hugs Jace and the smile that Jace gets. I mean, here's the thing. I'm going to say what this, uh, the thing about this, that this feels like this is referencing something that they, that the characters don't know is going to happen. But we as the audience will learn happens. Um, yeah. So uh, then we have Clary and Izzy who just kind of like generally talk about how they're best friends and then they're going to i guess be well they they clary says do you want to be my pair of okay is like yeah here's the thing it's not gonna happen it's not gonna ha- and also that's a choice this show made which again is being like <laughs> cassandra claire <laughs> so it, it is like very important yeah. in the novels yeah. that izzy will never have a pair of yeah she is unique in that way she has no interest in whatsoever and i'm gonna spoil this for you because this is the end of this podcast yeah clary's peripatia simon oh cool i mean the 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 thing is is that once again because this show is doesn't know how to do things they're like oh well we got to do best friend stuff and clary and Izzy are best friends. Right? Not We've been telling you, Clary and Izzy, they're best friends. They're best friends. And the only way we know how to show that is the pair of tie. Like, I don't know. It, it, it feels something that's been, that was half done. Uh, we get uh, Beardless Luke, Beardless Luke, who just arrives to be a shadow hunter again. Yeah, I guess he told he just wa- someone. He just walks in and is like, I'm a shadow hunter now. I'm like, so no one's just going to, like, do anything? Okay, so Underhill's like... But no, you were the head of the New York pack. Weren't you a werewolf? He's like, I'm not a werewolf now. I'm a shadow hunter again. And in fact, Alicante is expecting him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he told someone. I, I cannot, I cannot stress enough. The shadow hunters do not believe a shadow hunter can do anything bad. He is now, he is now a shadow hunter. And they probably, he probably like put on a rune to like prove it or something. Or he has all his runes back. Yeah, they, so, all, they all came back. So they're like, oh, you're a shadow hunter again. We can trust you. So I'm like, but. Okay, but no, Underhill's like, you can't come in. Then Clary goes, no, he can come in. He's my dad. It's worth mentioning he could always come in. Yeah, he's always been, he's always <laughs> they, walked in anytime he always, wants. Always. I think we might just want to assume that in that off screen, there's always been Underhill standing at the front door being like, Simon, what are you doing here? And he's like, I'm meeting people. He's like, I'll call someone. And then Clary walks on and goes, Underhill, he's allowed in. He's my best friend. Yeah. Um, so Luke will tell Clary 
immediately that he was forced to take the serum. Yeah. Oh, it's for, well, it's forced to take the serum. I mean, he he was very clear when he was talking to the Praetor, I'm not going to lie to anybody. But he's like, well, I'm forced to take the serum, but now I'm also, I'm here as a shadow hunter, but also help the downworlders. Also, I won't be able to go to the wedding. Because I'm going to Alicante. I gotta go. Uh, meanwhile. He, I, no, not meanwhile. Uh, I want to say this. Okay. He, he probably has the weirdest ending, because doesn't it feel so out of place for everything else that's gone on in his life? Sure like, does. Like, Maya's ending, I think, makes sense. I think mm. all of their endings for what the series has done, like the TV series has done, yeah, makes, makes sense. Yeah, makes sense for the TV series versions of his, the characters. His, out of nowhere, is you're no longer a werewolf, you're a shadow hunter again. Like, that's so... Maybe if they had a season to work on that being a thing, but... With that, him, like, coming to terms with this new identity but, and figuring out how he can be with Maris when he's a shadow hunter and she's not and she's very disgraced. Yeah, um, yeah, like, uh, him just, like, being, like, if he feels like he probably has the biggest win. Because, like, yeah, this, he, 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 he wasn't everything even, he wants. He wasn't even trying for this. He wasn't trying to be, a, he, had, he wasn't trying to be a shadow hunter again. He was just trying to be a good werewolf. <laughs> um... <laughs> Anyway, I want to point this out. So remember how we it was so confusing and weird that he got that his um he got his beard shaved. Yeah. And also he's going to miss the wedding. Yeah. Um uh Did I had to look, look something up. Yeah, I had no I had to look the, I had to look up. This is me just looking up timing. So this season, the um Shadowhunters ended in 2019. Okay. Do you know what came out in 2019? What? It chapter 2 where <gasps> Isaiah Mustafa the, the older version played of- Mike Hanlon with his Beard shaved. Yes. He was filming. He was probably either in the middle of starting uh, filming. No, probably towards the end of probably filming it. Chapter two, um, because they and probably they filmed called him the back time. for this. Yes. So that's why he's he's just in a couple scenes in certain places, and that's why at a certain point his beard disappears. Disappears. Probably because he's like, I'm going to. It was. It's like when in a like community when uh, John Goodman had to have a uh, a ponytail, a ponytail, or. Like it's a thing that that happens, but it's just so funny that that they worked out with me like, yeah, well, he's a shadow hunter now, so he doesn't have a beard, shave, and he'll never have a beard again. No shadow hunters have beards. <laughs> he might grow it back once he's not once he wasn't shaved by the praetor. <laughs> no, um, they skip forward a year, and he still doesn't have a beard. Well, beard. yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, um, I, it is so weird. Sorry, yeah. I know we need to move on. It is so weird that this show finished in 2019. 2019? That seems so well, recent. Yep, yeah, that, that's when it's, that's its finale. So, so, and. They filmed in probably 2018. I mean, they probably, honestly, yes. Because we, well, we now know they filmed it probably just as It Chapter 2 was starting. Mm-hmm. Um, and probably what it was is that they filmed these last episodes, um, a, like, very quickly after yeah. the season ended. That's why I think there are some moments where it's like. Maybe they didn't have Lilith. Maybe there's certain things like that because mm-hmm. because they had to fit it in where they could. But I mean that explains. Well, that. and you'll notice Clary's hair looks pretty bad this episode. I mean, and I feel like in the last scene, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> but she um she would have been on Arrow at this yeah. time, and she was a blonde yeah. on Arrow. So all right, so uh, Clary during this thing sees a light and falls into her room, and it's her mom. And I will say, let's give our flowers where our flowers are due. Yeah. Um, Catherine. McNamara yeah. does a really good job in this stupid scene. <laughs> oh yes, the, the the scene where they are like, "All right, what do we do? What do we? How do we make stuff happen?" Um, okay, her mom comes, 
from heaven where she is and says that Raz, that Razzie, the angel Raziel has sent her to earth because the only person Clary will listen to is her mom. Yes, and because here's something important. Uh, all those runes she's making, Raziel doesn't like them. When Raziel gave Jonathan Shadowhunter, he only gave him certain number of runes. When Clary's been making her own runes, Raziel doesn't like it. Even though she's a power, like... That- the angels, okay. I mean, yes, she was injected with blood. So Ethuriel gave her this power, I guess. So maybe Raziel hates Ethuriel? I mean, it's, maybe if Ethuriel was alive, but the point is, is like, they, they're, they're, so like, we don't like that you're doing it. And they're like, well, they're, they're like, kind of like, it sounds like just kind of like plugged their nose and dealt with it for a while. And then she used a necromancy rune and they're like, ooh, well, I don't much like that one. And then she dared to make the alliance rune. That bond, that would bond temporarily uh, shadow hunters and downworlder blood together. And Raziel was like, well, I don't, I don't care if it destroyed an entire realm of hell uh, I don't I, care that the angels are winning the battle against evil it was you it's we, we didn't we didn't say it didn't have our god the word they say is blessing it didn't have our blessing I'm like oh you you suck okay yes and so here is where my conflict lies <laughs> intellectually I can comprehend a storyline where angels suck and where, like, their hubris comes to play and they're like, no, humans can't do things that we don't believe in. Yeah. However, the other part of me, as we've been talking about on this podcast, like, this entire season, yeah. the Alliance Ruin is, like, a key component of the books. Yeah. It is the whole reason that the Shadowhunters and the Downrolders learn to work together and are able to rise up and beat Valentine. Yeah. So for the show to be like, no, this is the tipping point. This is what makes it bad. This is what makes Clary a bad person who's ignoring or a rebellious person who is ignoring the angels. This is the part where Clary's house of cards starts to crumble. Yeah. That's where I feel like the disdain for the source material really shines through. So very obviously. So I don't so I still don't think it's disdain because I think it's not thinking things out because the show I feel like the show is supposed to be like no Clary made the right decision she made the right decision and later when she will let's let's be honest she's told the scene if you use it again you'll take your power away clearly she's gonna do it yeah and she honestly yeah quite honestly makes the right decision later so too. yeah so when she does it again um when she, when she does it again, they are very clear. She made the right decision. And it sucks because she's being punished for the right decision. And the show, it feels like it's supposed to have you feel that way. That mm-hmm. it sucks. The problem is, is that because they did this right here at the end, there's no time to interrogate the fact that the angels suck. Like, you you, you, like yeah. you, you you said that, like, oh, you can set up, the, you have this story where, like, they learn, like, you know, the angels come up and is, is pretty much because they are this rigid order thing. But that's not going to be explored because it's the end of the season. Exactly. Like, that's the thing. Like, I get where that could be an interesting storyline. But it's not in the show. No, exactly. No, exactly. That's why it's not an interesting, that is an interesting storyline. Doesn't happen. Well, also, when she made the necromancy ruin. Yeah. 
this is the show retconning. When she made that room. Oh, yeah, the room shook. Yeah. Jace was like not thrilled. Jace was there, I think. No, this is no, Gia was there. Right. And Gia was not thrilled about it. Yeah. But like the you the universe didn't have a problem with it. I mean she, when she made the alliance room, the universe did have a problem no, with it. No, when she made the necromancy room, the room shook. But like And Gio and Gio was like, this isn't right. And then that, that was when, oh, when Clary right. first had her very dramatic like, this isn't this isn't the angel's will, but it's my will. But like there's no way when they did that way back then they were I mean, setting up this. I don't think. I I wouldn't be surprised if they were setting it there as a thing they could potentially hang on to. And if they had done it and it had been a thing where like like they they have the ideas of these people are changing um the the nature of but they're changing the nature of like the institute mm-hmm. even though the angels are still there and even if they reach a point where they're like the like you know the, the angels are, are are there but like we we're doing this because of us not for like the angels because the, the angels are not on our side it really feels like the angels yeah. are on their own side uh it's it's such it 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 just feels like them setting up a what could be an interesting storyline or or they once again they, they need they want to do something they had this ending they had in mm-hmm. mind and they probably it's very much like um uh how i met your mother they had an ending they wanted yeah and it doesn't matter that because of external changes like how i met your mother went on too long mm-hmm. this one didn't have the time to do it they wanted that ending by hook by by, by crook so, they're getting there so this scene where literally clary has a conversation with someone who will set up the ending of the series out of nowhere. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> Magnus is doing some cake tasting. Lorenzo comes in to get some of his things. Yeah. They have a cute moment where they rebond and they tell us that the theme of this show is found family being important. I mean, the theme of the show is getting a girlfriend or boyfriend. That's what it is. <laughs> it is. It's it's a because no, but you, Lorenzo says you can find a family. Yeah, and you know what would have been a nice ending if they wanted it to be found family? Lorenzo should have been perfectly happy just being friends with Magnus. Lorenzo gets a boyfriend. They, It's only relationships, Aaron. It's only relationships. No, Kevin, found family. No, because Izzy and Clary, who are friends, don't end up together, and neither do Jason uh, and Alec. And Alec. And, they, they end up in different cities. And, like, actually, the theme of the book well, and I, is found family. And I, under, and I understand that you can live in different cities and still be found family. But the fact that the only way they know how to show that is through a romantic relationship. So, uh, Alec, we're going to go, we're gonna go yeah. fast. Um, Alec um, lets his mom know that she that about the whole wedding. He gives her a dress and asks if he can invite their dad. And the reason he asks that <laughs> so is we because see. we can see his dad and remember who in, this bald man is. In the L.A. Institute, which... Just going to say this very quickly. Uh, the New York Institute is in the middle of the city, you know, so it's in the city where mm-hmm. things are happening. Yeah. The L.A. Institute just appears to be somewhere along the coast of California. So the L.A. Institute, Jonathan's attack on the L.A. Institute is like yeah. a really, really important part of the book series. And yeah. it actually is like the inciting event for a spinoff trilogy. And the actual institute is actually on the coast and by the beach. Okay. All right. All right. Aaron. Oh, fair. Cassandra Clare, the New York Institute <laughs> is in the city where attacks happen. The L.A. Institute is just somewhere on the coastline. My understanding is the L.A. Institute, like, kind of sucks and doesn't really fight a lot of demons because there's not a lot of demons there. Cassandra Clare, like, <laughs> I just want to point out, that doesn't change my comment. It changes who it's targeted anyway, to. Anyway, <laughs> we cannot introduce 13 new characters, including Helen Blackthorne's brother and all of her other half siblings. No, but we no, 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 no. we can't introduce a slightly older Max. 
uh, who is Friggin just as nerdy. Still the top kid, though. Um, and and then, still bloodthirsty as heck. Yeah. And then we get the, uh, the hint. I think the thing is that Max... Honestly, should be what all shadow hunters are. Is bloodthirsty bloodthir- as heck. Yeah, bloodthirsty and kind of just like soldiers in a in a war. Yeah, like the New York Institute should are the people there should kind of be an exception, but they it feels like Max is the exception. <laughs> it's true. Okay, so um, we we learned there that like some of the other institutes aren't really contacting at this point. I kind of knew what was happening because you've mentioned it the entire time we've been talking about these. Episode, I think season three, maybe even season yeah, two. Th- this show's doing weird things out of order. Yeah. Finally, Jonathan lodges his attack on all of the institutes, yep. but with no, no in Darkened. No, he has no army of dark shadow. He doesn't need to. He can stare at people and they die. They set on fire from the inside. I, yeah, well, I, get, uh, I guess when they die, they're sooty. I don't know. He just looks at people and they die. But he will not kill Max. Jonathan or, will never Robert, kill Max. Or Robert, which I'm actually kind of upset about. So, Clary is staring out a window. Um, he She doesn't tell Jace about the whole, like, <laughs> the angels are mad at me. Nope, she just mopes. Uh, but instead they hear about the institutes being attacks, attacked. And so, it turns out Robert and Max weren't they, Jonathan did not kill them. Because what Jonathan wanted them to do was to Skype Clary. Do you know what I... Okay, if this show... Oh man! If this show really wanted to go for it, really wanted to go for it in the last episode, which they they, they wouldn't because they've never gone for it, is you have Robert and Max there, and they're like, uh, he wanted us to call so we could send you a message, and then they just die. Yeah. Yeah, like hat, like that. That is the message. Look, kill Max. Kill Max. <laughs> you can also kill Robert. Um, yeah, but, we don't care about but, him. Like, that shot of them just standing there, like on the screen, with, like like weird paired up thing, to me, just feels like that's the perfect moment. To, and when he says. He he left us alive because he wanted us to send you a he wanted us to send you a message, and then they die. Oh, but instead, they just tell Clary. The message is you, that Jonathan's going to destroy all of the institutes and destroy the New York one last because he wants Clary to watch the world burn and know it's her fault. You want the world die and know it's your fault, and I'm like. Okay, yeah, sure. So emo does so emo because that's what I say. <laughs> Jonathan does some emo killing stuff. He like stuff. Uh, just he just like arrives down the street, just dropping people. He as stares he walks. at people with yeah. his eyes, and they die from the inside and, and are and sooty. They, and they really want this to feel like this episode's a bit more world hopping than the other ones. Like there's like oh, this is a worldwide issue. It's not just a New York thing. So they have Jonathan not attack New York because obviously New York's last. So where does he attack, Aaron? <laughs> he attacks the place that has appeared to be New York this entire series. Yeah. So Toronto. He attacks Toronto. And then later when they go there, they just go to New York. It's so weird. <laughs> it's the same streets <laughs> they've been filming on. <laughs> this is my this love is my it. favorite part of this episode. Love it. I, I, I love that because you know so much of this episode is them just being like, how do we like <laughs> – you know, we we got in Isaiah Musafa as, as best we could. Some other people it feels like might have been a bit shaky. Clearly, we couldn't get uh, Robert for a lot of time, but we got him to do his like <laughs> weird, uh, maybe even green screen at some places <laughs> yes. uh, things, and then shots shots of the wedding where he's never with anyone else, but he's there I with mean- Max and Izzy. No, he walks Alec down the aisle. He walks Alec down the aisle. I'm just saying that I feel like maybe that wedding... That wedding was probably their big thing. Oh, yeah. And uh, I don't think the actor who played Robert could be there. Yeah, so they just, like, maybe shot it in pieces. I, I didn't look at it close enough to see if I could see those. But, hey, 
love th- this episode for all its stuff has such a great like let's get it done energy and yeah. one of those things is we want this to feel like it's happening more stuff so we should put it in the city that we film in <laughs> pretend it's a different city but say it's the same city it's in boom you have two locations right off the bat it, it filled my heart with so much delight. Like, I cannot communicate to you guys how much joy I felt when they said that he was attacking the Toronto Institute. And I looked at the screen and I was like, yeah, this is the same place you've done everything. Yeah. But I know it's Toronto. So, uh, Clary goes alone. Um, and I don't know if this is a joke for everyone, but a joke for just people who remember where this is filmed. Clary being like, I've never been to Toronto. It's very <laughs> funny. Uh, so, Magnus sends her there. Jonathan just keeps, like, staring down people. Cops arrive and he just stares them down. It's a fun way. Once again, you don't have a lot of money. This is the last of the like anything. Yeah. You probably have to pay a lot of a lot of actors. You had to bring back Clary's mom. You had to bring a whole new actress in who wasn't on contract. Yeah, to like do that scene, and that would cost money. Yeah. Um. So Jonathan's entire power is to look at people and have the actors go. <laughs> I I do wonder. We can talk about this next week. Yeah. If they had been able to do the full season, would they have had the Endarkened? Maybe. Know. I don't know, Aaron. We'll, we'll I don't talk know who about, they are. We'll talk about them. Don't worry. I'll tell you about it later. Hey, audience. I'll tell you about the Endarkened later. Well, we can do that in the in the wrap-up. Uh, so, yeah, Clary portals in, um, does some talk about, uh, like, her dreams. And weirdly enough, there are some really good moments in here that if the rest of the series supported it would be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Because I think she raises some really good points here of, like, why of the way that the way that she acts – around Jonathan, which is that subconsciously she dreamed about a boy in a tower. Mm-hmm. Um, that is something that I did, I, I was aware of, but I do kind of forget, and I think that would could have been a strong reoccurring thing. Yeah. Two, we do know from the beginning of the, not the beginning of the season, but when she learned about it, she was excited to have a brother, mm-hmm. sad she didn't have a brother, weirded out that her brother might be Jace. Mm-hmm. Then... Uh, learned that Jace wasn't it, and then her brother is. Like, she does have a size one of brother stuff. And in this speech, she seems to be implying that the, the thing is, she really, really, really wanted him to be good. Yeah, she, she really, wanted really this to work. Wanted him to be good. Not, like, this is, it's funny, this is the clearest, like, version I've seen of them doing she loves you know the thing where people go like, oh, you're not in love with me, you're in love with the idea of, mm-hmm. idea of me? She's in love with the idea of Jonathan. Yeah, she, she loves the idea of having a brother. I have, I have a brother, someone who's this, and I was really, really hoping at every moment, that's why every little possible hint that he potentially was good, she jumped on so hard, mm-hmm. was because she wanted it so bad. Um, but... I, and I don't think this is the moment where she discovered he's evil. I do think that actually did happen yeah. a while ago. But she's now, like, reckoning with it. Yeah, she's like, you know, and, you are evil. And I think we can talk more in the future about, like, how well the entire series has supported that. Yeah. But I certainly do feel like season three yeah. actually has really built up to this moment. Yeah. And I actually do believe um, Catherine McNamara, again, yeah. does a, a phenomenal job yeah. in the scene. But I actually do believe Clary's 
yeah. devastation and how yeah. this is very hard for Clary. And, and I do buy in on it. And and it's and it's a tough moment because she's also she has decided what to do before she gets there. And she knows what she has to do. And you, you kind of get it at a certain moment because he's like, don't get any closer. You know, like, I'll, I'll kill you. And the entire time she's talking to him and it does feel real. And I do think there's lots of it that are real. Mm-hmm. She does it also to get close enough so that she can hug him. And when she hugs him, she draws. This is her I, sun- I it. sunshine rune. It might be it? the. Am I? I. I. Um, I called it the hug a super demon to death with wings rune. Um, <laughs> that is what happens because it's. It's not that's because the sunlight rune shoots sunlight out the back, and you could argue some of this is like metaphor or things like that. But she hugs him. And then draws a rune. And it could be just a larger size of that rune. Like yeah, maybe yeah. it's a super version of that rune. Taps it on his back. And then like she gets her white big wings mm-hmm. um, and hugs him with it. And honestly, like like man, it, it's it's there's a lot of good things that like when you don't think about like the like entire the rest thing, of the show. They're really good. Like this the scene where she he says she hugs him to death, and he is very, very scared. Well, and he says to her, he's like, you're hurting me. You're hugging me too tight. And then he says, let me go. And she says, yeah, I am. So, I am. So. And he turns back into Jonathan before he dies. The thing with, like, the powers of this rune, be it, like, a supercharged version of the Sunshine rune or a different one or whatever it is, yeah. is, like, and I, I'm sure this is deliberate. I don't know if I buy in on it. Yeah. But the irony of her... Hugging her super demon brother with her angel wings. Yeah. Like, she legitimately uses a power to kill the greatest demon. New new, new Satan. Yeah. She she kills Lucifer with her angel powers. And the angels are like... Yeah, meanwhile, up there, Raziel's like... Like it. She did. She didn't ask me if she could do it though. Like her, her <laughs> angel wings come out, and she does kill him, and he turns back into Jonathan, like redheaded, no demony she, yeah. Jonathan before he dies. I mean, here's what I would argue: what potentially actually actually happened because because of how he ended, he had his red hair, he was all that. She shot the demon out of him, yeah. but there was nothing else in him. Like yes, Jonathan. Jonathan was gone. What di- Jonathan died at some point yeah. in the series. Maybe it was um, when uh, when Clary when they when they broke the rune. Maybe it was when he first summoned Lilith. Like long. Maybe Jonathan never came back. Yeah. Like at some point, Jonathan was fully dead, and the only thing keeping him alive was that demonic energy. So when she cleared the demonic energy, he died. Well, I mean, he 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 finally like caught up to his death essentially. And like. It makes very little sense from what we are told of the angels that they wouldn't like that. <laughs> I I would almost argue that when you're looking back, it makes way too much sense. You know, both both can exist. But anyway, right. the angels are pissed yep, so, because as soon as she does it, one of her ruins disappears. Oh, yeah. it takes. I guess it takes Brazil a while to like um, – you know, do the paperwork to get each rune, individual rune uh, He's pulled off. He's just up there in heaven Cause, filing. Because she, she's like like someone who has gotten a fa- fatal dose of radiation. She has enough time to talk to everyone and say goodbye, kind of. All right, so. Um, the I, wedding. I, yeah, so uh, the wedding, I mean, I think we just say the wedding happens. It's very brother, cute. Brother Zachariah oversees it. Madzi is the uh, flower girl. We are doing so much fan service. Yeah. Every character that you can think of, except for Iris, who is dead. Iris is dead. And um, 
and of course Luke, who is busy, <laughs> is filming a different movie. Who is who is currently running from Pennywise? Like even Katarina Loss is in this movie. Yep, yep. Or th- this with, movie, this episode. With, yeah, there with wedding. Lorenzo. Yep. Uh, and then no, we... no, Katarina Loss is um, Magnus's Sujanus. She's the one who's standing up at the front. Oh, I thought she was sitting next to. I, yeah, I don't. Know. I was looking up and down a whole bunch. I so. don't know who's sitting next to Lorenzo because they make an it extra. very important. I mean, I think an extra. But, but it's she was she was fully like leaned around him to the point that I was like, oh, maybe that's Katarina. Yeah, I looked it anyway. back down again. Uh, all right, so then we have the reception. Izzy and Simon just having a good time. Once again, they are just treating them like these two people have been together for a long time. The show will they, they, full they, stop. They, they, they all us. but have Izzy like catch the bouquet or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Raphael all... will appear. He's very happy for them. Oh, was also, that what was that what you priest. were you going to say about like another way of saying that they were going to get married? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah. Human Raphael shows up. Uh, I want you to cue that. Human Raphael shows up. Cue. Um, he, to give his blessing to the Izzy and Simon relationship, I guess for any remaining Izzy Raphael, which again is like a full on show creation. Because y'all, in the books, Raphael's like in the body of a 13 to 14 year old. <laughs> well, nope. Now they, no, now they made him a very Catholic man. And so now that he's a human, he's going to go be a priest because Raphael's only thing is that he's Catholic. He's got to get good with his God. He's, I mean, in, in season like two and three, he's, I mean, second half of season two and like three, he's at most a quad, like quaternary character. So it's fine that his one thing is he's yeah. very Catholic. Not for nothing. The reason he's a quaternary character is because at this point in the books, he's dead. Yeah. He dies in Edom when well, they all get kidnapped. I mean, also, what else are you going to do with him? Um, We get some Clary and Simon time, not as much as when they were being like, do you remember the beginning of the series? No, but, but they they will talk about Clary will weirdly tell Simon how much she appreciates his friendship, and he's gonna be like, oh no, I'll see you tomorrow. No, he's like, <laughs> no, are no, you? Is this like the thing where you want your life to be done and you give away all of your possessions? Yeah, is 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 this the is this the thing where I should hang out with you tonight? <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, that, uh, we're gonna, let's, let's quickly get some summaries for these characters. Helen and Alina will also get married. Yeah, they're also kissing. Um, uh, Underhill Loren- wants to sleep with Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo meets Underhill. We already know that Underhill's cool with the downworlders, so. Um, Max is racist again. <laughs> Max, I, I cannot, I do think Max is supposed to be what shadow hunters are. When he's, like, because he's like, what do I call you now? And they're like, whatever what you, you want. I'll like, call you brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh, it just, it, it, it it's just. so gross. Yeah. I can't. I do think he's supposed to be what shadow hunters are. Like he, it feels right where like his, it's, it's like not even a, a hatred of downworld. It's just the thing where he's like, yeah, cause you're demons. <laughs> anyway, um, we, uh, Maris gets the blessing to go out with Luke. Because her everybody. kids all already know. Yeah. Uh, this is where Clary asks her if the angels have forgiveness. And Maris is <laughs> like, I'm not, not equipped. She's like, I'm not equipped to deal with she this. She ends with anything as possible. And then we get Jace and Clary. So they dance. And Jace rambles about how he has spent his entire life thinking he has to be perfect. Because let's, let us not forget, he was raised by Valentine. He was raised by... Uh, Three different parents. Mo- I mean, I would not say Michael Whalen actually did raise. Like that's Michael really... Whalen died when he was like yeah. So I guess two months I old. guess two different pairs of parents. So um, one 
Yeah. Valentine really messed him up. And then he came to the Lightwoods and he was very afraid if he was not perfect, he would get sent away forever. But I then he met Clary and Clary has loved him wholeheartedly like no one ever has. Aaron, I have a question. Yeah. When they were writing this speech, do you think they realized how much this mirrors the situation Clary is currently going through so amazingly? Because he says... Um, I thought I had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. You you love me despite all the mistakes that I made. Um, and if I did and if I like messed up, I would be sent away. And I'm like, you know what, Jace, for this entire series, I was like, man, you got no, you gotta learn. You can you can do this. I was like, you don't have to be that. No, no, Jace, you absolutely have to be perfect. If if the angels will take <laughs> everything away, they absolutely will. Like, he's from from what Clary is currently going through. Mm -hmm. He's right. And I just, the, the way that this was done, I didn't, I couldn't tell if they were doing that. Like this so, mirror mirrors Clary so much because I feel like it does. So, yeah. So I do think they were making the parallels <laughs> okay. on purpose. Oh man. Doing it on purpose. That's all, um, all I need was here. They did it on purpose. I'm not convinced that they recognized that the implication oh. Oh, is the implication you actually have to be perfect. The implication is that the angels are Valentine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I, like, I, I know they're saying the angels are wrong. I just don't think they're, like, quite cascading through all of the implications. Yeah, no. It, it's a, it's a weird thing where, and I, I just, just to, because we've said this a whole bunch of time, but the I think the show is saying the angels are wrong, but that is a weird thing to do in the final episode. Yeah, this is just, this is an insane choice. It's, it's on it. And I don't know why they made it's it. It's not wild to choose that the angels are wrong. I think that's fascinating. I think we kind of had that suspicion all the way. We kind of, like, suspicion We, we have talked through. about how the angels suck. Um, but to, in the final episode, essentially decide, you know what? No, the, the, angel, the angels are wrong. But... So, like, to set that up so we could get this other thing is so funny. Well, and it's kind of wild because <sighs> the reason the angels have been wrong all along and the angels have sucked is because I kind of feel like the show writers didn't know how to power magical items. I mean, yeah. It's that Before that was the case is that essentially it really felt like the angels did not care about this war at all yeah because they constantly gave like they constantly had that you have the most powerful item the most powerful items all your problems can be solved by these items that the angels gave to us we just don't really know where they are right now Wait, anyway like, they, they did it too much so uh this upsets clary and so um, she has to go to get some fresh air and yeah. as she gets the fresh air more ruins disappear and yeah. then she stops being able to see shadow hunters and she realizes that the shadow world is disappearing I, from her hold on um there are at least two mundanes in that in that place yeah so there's maris and there's uh, Raphael. And Raphael. Do you think they still have the site? I wouldn't be surprised if they still had the site. Well, and I, so, because, oh, 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 this is, okay, so Maris's situation is complicated because she is a shadow hunter who has been de-ruined. So I actually don't think she is a mundane. So she, I think she's a shadow hunter who isn't allowed to do shadow hunter things. I mean, yeah, it, it was, it's weird. I don't how the show, because the show just said de-ruined because it's the equivalent of being fired. Yeah, but Raphael, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it's better not to think about. So yeah, Clary. Um, oh, I'm gonna think about some. I, other oh, things very much very I mean, soon. it's worth mentioning. Remember how many times this season I kept saying 
that like hold on aren't these people invisible remember when clary bumped into that shadow hunter in um uh in uh, london wherever when she was hiding wearing her wig yeah i'm like so was he unglamored or was she well she (laughs) or did did he just would have been able to no but he but he she pretended to be a mundane right so even though she could see him because she was a shadow hunter he should have been surprised that that she could see him yeah that they both could see him yeah (laughs) it's it's just so funny they the, don't think about these things. No, no, yeah. And so so I actually think this is hilarious that I've mentioned that so many times and I thought they just forgot about it. And then they use it as a key thing to show that Clary is no longer connected to the world. And I love the moment where someone's like, oh, okay, I have this great idea. Like, like we're, we're, we're going to have Clary lose all her runes. And like, that's a great thing. What if, as she's looking, all of the shadow hunters fade and she can't see them anymore? And one person goes, why would that happen? And he's like, well, because they're all all glamoured and you can't, like, mundanes can't see the shadow hunters and, like, that stuff. And someone was like, what? Like, yeah. Do you guys not, did you guys forget that was a thing? Well, and, like, not for, Are you all new? Not for nothing. <laughs> because this magic system is complicated. <laughs> yeah, that's the way so I put it. I would say that, like, the institution... <laughs> is not seeable by mundanes because it's warded. Yeah. But I don't think they're glamored when um, they're inside the institution. Yeah, but and like... I, I can't really think about how that cascades. Yeah, well, because remember, Clary... Because they were invisible. That's how Clary... That's why I was surprising Clary could see them when she was, you know, yeah. outside. Um, but she was never in the institute. No, I'm thinking when they were at the club. Oh, right, yeah. Um, and then... Sim- uh, uh, Jace was surprised when Simon could see all of the new uh, ruins uh, on the wall. Yeah, that were set up. He's like, "Oh, I guess you have the site." Which I mean, the thing that the mundanes can, I guess, have. Yes, mundanes um, do have the site. But yeah, so I, anyway, I just we, think we can't think about this. Um, um, she loses her ability to see the shadow world, and she's like, "Huh? Why am I crying on the streets in a in a nice dress?" So let's skip forward to one year later. One year later, it is Idris, uh, Luke. Visits the Inquisitor. And it's Alec. So this is what I meant that like Alec saying goodbye, like I'm moving out, Jace, when he's like not really moving that far. Because especially because they're in the same city. Yeah. But now he's like working in Idris, which we know from like his parents. That is a bit less of a... Yeah, yeah, he's in business. Because before they were still working at the same... Like, the working, same institute. Same institute. Um. Uh, we learn that there's now Deputos Downworlders. Luke is one of them. Eventually, we'll learn that Simon is another one. And Magnus is kind of... I think Magnus might be the head of them. Well, no. I mean, Magnus is the high warlock of, of Idris. Idris. <laughs> A because, real position. Because Magnus and Alec now live in Magnus's apartment, in, but it's an Idris. In, yeah. Um, I do like how he's still taking ward appointments to be like, yeah, I can definitely change your ward, so I'll now let Downworlders in. Absolutely. A lot of people are asking for that now. Really want that money. But I, I just want to point out, he's literally taking phone calls. Come on. He couldn't just have a whole bunch of fire notes coming in. That would be so cool to see. The show hates magic. But instead he's like, oh, no, my phone's ringing off the hook. And I'm like, shut up. You have reception in, in Idris? Idris? Who's, who set up that tower? Rogers? 
Okay. Like there is um there's a part in the books where Jace is like can't get to Idris. I'm going to fly to Sweden. I'm going to hike across the mountains. He says it in the TV show as well. Oh. oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Maya is yeah. taking to being the uh, alpha like a fish to water, but she's no. also going to start a restaurant. Yes, this this feels like an aside to the where to the alpha thing. It feels like it feels like the Jade Wolf has been closed for, since you know it was a murder site. It took a year. I mean, this obviously makes sense. It took a year to essentially like get it no longer be a murder site. Yeah. Uh, and then also get like all the things for it. So she has bought the Jade Wolf and is turning it into Takis. Is that a reference to the book? Yes. Good. Uh, so it's a. It's a. It's a place, place where downworlders can down go together and eat together. And it once again it seems unrelated to wow. She's also in the alpha thing, but her main thing is she got a restaurant. Also book related. She's dating Bat. I thought She's there. I thought there. I thought there was, there was there was a chance of that. Um, yeah. He comes up behind her and stands behind her as he talks. So maybe <laughs> that's what dating uh, is. Simon has written a graphic novel under a pen name, and I forgot hey, that was his graphic novel. Is that a reference to the books? No, okay, but cool. he's definitely writing the Shadow Hunters as a graphic novel, right? I mean, maybe the name isn't. If the name he called himself, his, the name's not good. It's like Ezekiel Russo or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but but the name of the book kind of sounds like uh, potentially the, the I, Mortal Instruments. I'm I'm confused why he's not a musician. Um, they forgot. <laughs> so um, at the Institute, Izzy is now in charge. Simon is a deputy. He's got to do some training. And finally, the fight we've been waiting for this entire series. Yes. Jace and Simon <laughs> sexy fight. Time for some sexy sparring between Jace and Simon. It's been a while. Uh, we also learned that Jace has been watching Clary and Simon has been watching Jace. I love when Simon's like, <laughs> I know you've been watching Clary, but I haven't been watching Clary. Then my question is, Simon, why were you watching Jace? He says, oh, vamp speed. I'm like, that doesn't explain why you're watching Jace. And specifically, they are not supposed to watch Clary because it's the will of the angel. And if the angel knows that they're watching Clary, it will make it worse. I mean, yeah, Simon is essentially just a person who's like, I'm just really scared that, like, what if they do worse things to her? Like, it's just, like... And I'm not going to lie. I didn't listen to Clary's letter enough to know if that's actually a thing. I mean, it, or if it's just a Simon thing. Oh, no. I, I mean, I think it's uh, I think it's definitely a Simon. I think she definitely said, move on with your life. Uh, I think Simon can, ex- knowing Simon, extrapolates out as much like, look, she could get in trouble. Like, literally, it's what it is. Like, the principal, she could get in trouble, man. The principal will get mad at her. But Jace says, no, Simon. I pray to the angels every day that they will recognize that my love is more powerful than their spite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not that, like, you know, they suck. Anyway, um, so Jace, uh, Jace, you know, heads out because meanwhile at the... Brooklyn Academy of Art. Clary takes her deferred, deferred scholarship. I, I'll, I, I'll explain. I, I'll explain. I, I, Aaron, I, okay, I, I can definitely explain. I all am these so looking forward to next week when you explain as, to me how this works. As as someone who has watched enough of those true crime things, I can explain this. Well, don't worry. Clary got breakup bangs. And she has been painting abstract art I, because she has all these feelings and stories inside her that are trying to surface. Oh, I would argue she has trauma bangs. Um, <laughs> she has trauma bangs and is drawing trauma art. Uh, so, you know, but, you know, people like it. And then Jace is obviously immediately visits her uh, and she sees him. She <laughs> He's sees like, him. 
he got him panicking, which is so funny. Like she walks over and he's like, and he runs, he runs. Okay. But just like in season one, he says, you can see me. And she says, of course I can see you. And he's like, Ooh, (laughs) he's like, he's not going to be sexy. Cool. This time he's scared. So he runs into the night. He's like, Oh, I got to check this out. Excuse me. Why did this handsome man run into the night? Um, and then, so we have this ending, and I do think it's, like, it's uh, pretty interesting. And, like, they, they did a thing where it's not concrete, but she does remember, she does know his name. Yes. Um, there's a moment where she says, what are these tattoos on your neck? And then they kind of, like, share a smile. I don't think that's her remembering everything. No. I think this is just to indicate she remembered his name. And she has the capacity to remember. So And she's like, well, and what are these, like, like tattoos? And so that's, I think that smile is her being like, a uh, cute guy with tattoos and him being like, there's a she chance. Knows me. The The angels. I would love if what happened is that just any other angel other than Razi- Raziel came up and was like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, they didn't use the right runes. It's like, she, like, who cares? <laughs> All right, Aaron. Yes, Kevin. Throughout this episode, this hour-long episode, uh, did you find yourself a CW moment? Did I find a CW moment? Did I find a moment where Logic was like, we have so much story and we have so little time? Okay, yeah, this is very small. Um, But I personally feel like Clary had too many ruins still (laughs) on her body when she stopped being able to see the Shadowhunters. I think her last ruin should have disappeared as the shadow hunters in front of her disappeared, why didn't they do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, because it's dramatic. Because she needed to be in a place where she could see them. They they said she wanted two dramatic moments to happen at the same time. Yeah, they wanted to have the the world faded around her, um, and then they wanted to have the moment where the last rune fades and she's standing outside, like, and why am she, I crying? Yes. Why am I here? Why am I wearing this dress? What's going on? But like, I feel like. You know, if we're really going to go for logic and drama, have her have one left. And she, like, rushes out like Cinderella before midnight. Yeah, yeah. Why are we doing a Cinderella moment show? I don't know. I don't know. Cool. They also, I mean, that also, I'd say, combined with they wanted her to dress nice so they couldn't have her cover up too much. Yes, and and if if, if if too many ruins disappeared. (laughs) Jace would be like... What's happening? These runes are, are you understand, we're in the TV show. In the TV show, the runes are permanent. Yeah, so I do appreciate how I've been, like, so mad about the permanent runes. Yeah. And the show was like, fine. Don't worry, Aaron. Oh, you don't like the permanent runes? Fine, they're gone now. Huh. <laughs> Did you find a CW moment? Yeah, the entire Lilith fight was dumb. Yeah, it was. Um, so, we got one more episode, uh, which is we got to summarize this entire series. Wait, we have one more episode of the show? Well, I mean, Our show, I mean, Moa. I mean, yeah, we're, we're, we got we 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 got to summarize this series. At least we've at least one more episode of this show. <laughs> summarize the series. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week to talk about uh, talk about all of Shadowhunters and just just see how things are going. Yeah. So, um, do you have thoughts about Shadowhunters? Do you think that the writers of the show don't care about the source material or have disdain for it? Are you Team Kevin or Team Aaron? <laughs> Let us know. Podcast Moa. <laughs> Podcast Emily. Do, do they hate it or do they just not care? <laughs> what, a, what a choice. Podcast Moa. Instagram, Twitter, and at gmail.com.
Uh, and you can check out my books. They're available at kevinweirdbooks.com. And I'm over at flimsyplan.com. And remember, we are streaming every other Tuesday on the Full Circle Theater YouTube channel. So you can see our faces and hear our voices shouting to the heavens about oh. teen dramas. Uh, and other things as well. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.